Hello and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Johnson and I'm coming to you from the coast of Maine. In my work as a life coach for the last 15 years, as well as in my personal life, I keep coming back to seeing the beauty of what unfolds when we each uniquely find our way back to a place of love. Love can get us through the most painful moments. It can give us the freedom to grow, the courage to change. And love can also lead us to a whole lot of peace, joy, and possibility. So let's see what happens in us, in our life, and in our world when we listen in to what love says. Hello and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. This is Elizabeth and we are here with episode three today. Oh, I'm really split. There's a part of me that is most excited about this episode, this topic, sharing this because I think it's my most important practice. What what this this one is connected to is so very important to me and my foundation and I feel like it perhaps is where I find the most comfort and it also is the one I always get the most nervous to share, even if I've shared about it before and I share about it often now, it still feels vulnerable. It still feels like I get worried that someone will misinterpret or won't listen to what I say and then completely make it their own because I think that's where the beauty of this practice lies. So I've been so nervous, excited that I, a week ago, sat down to record this episode and and the huge truck pulled in front of our neighbor's house to take down this giant, gorgeous tree that had died. And so right when I was going to press record, these literally, <laughs> these, what are they called? Um, chainsaws, chainsaws. And not only that, then they had this wood chipper machine. And so it was this, it, it couldn't have possibly been recorded that day. And there was a piece of me that was relieved. So here we are today, not a wood chipper in sight. And we are going to talk about one of the ways that I connect to love and what love says. And today the topic is about how we connect to divine love, a love that is greater than us, a love that is, I feel like, often beyond what our human minds can comprehend, and so it can kind of get confusing sometimes. And I also feel like this is the relationship that I've been in for the last almost 20 years, connecting with what the divine love says and building and nurturing and being curious about and going away from and coming back to this relationship with this greater presence of love, this this presence of love I imagine outside of me, but that also connects to within me and a part of me. So just to do a little backstory for this and my relationship with this. Uh, What's interesting, I don't feel like I grew up in a religious household, but I went to a very religious church and grew up going to that church and being in that and doing going to classes for that and studying that. And so my relationship with the divine or God was usually connected to religion until I was about 17. 
And I remember sitting in church when I was a junior in high school and having this moment where a prayer was being said and I was saying the words out loud, just like saying them, but thinking about like probably like my boyfriend at the time or what we were going to have for dinner or the next, like the test the next day, you know, like saying the words. And, and I had this moment of looking around and realizing I was saying these words and not really meaning them or knowing what they meant. And it really scared me. I also, side note, was pretty dramatic. I feel these things, we have these things, and that's okay. I'm not being down on myself, but I would kind of have these things and very, I wasn't just like in drama and in theater, but I was pretty internally dramatic, I would say. And so I had this moment of like, oh my gosh, what am I saying? What, you know? And although my high schooler was being dramatic about it, I think this deeper part of me felt this confusion and also this misalignment. I didn't have that language back then, but the words, the ideologies, the practices, the rules of this particular institution did not feel like they aligned with me or the love I felt in my heart or what I saw in my family or what I saw in so many people I loved. And so I got in my mom's, the back of my mom's Volvo station wagon, back seat within my mind, said, God, if you exist, I need to stop believing in you for a while because this doesn't feel right. And if you do exist, right, I will find my way back to you or maybe you could find your way back to me. And so went through a few years of really disconnecting from the idea of God, the relationship of God, the idea of like a divine presence and guide, because again, I could only see it through the eyes of the religion. And fast forward to gosh, probably four years later, I think junior in college, going through a really challenging time of incredible anxiety and pretty deep depression. Again, at the time, didn't realize it. And I remember it took everything in me to try to get myself to class because I was having these just such anxiety that would paralyze me. And I remember feeling that heightened anxiety of like, I can't go to class. I can't go to class. I just cannot bear this. And I remember sitting on a, a bench in Boston Garden, right by, you know, where the swan boats are, if you've been to Boston, and sitting on a bench and out of complete desperation, which is interesting. I think some of those beautiful things in my life have come from those moments of complete desperation. But in complete desperation, opening up a notebook and just saying, hi, God, I you know, I know I haven't believed in you. I know we haven't connected. I think I really need you right now. And that day, it didn't change much right on that day. But I remember, first of all, it was a place where I could share how I was feeling and I could share my fear and my anxiety and my worry. I found that if I wrote to God or to the universe, that term came in pretty soon after, that I could pretty much write at, at anything. But one of the things I is um, starting in this pen pal relationship, a one-sided pen pal relationship, was realizing that I also felt like I needed to get to know God or the universe or divine or whatever, something greater than me and, uh, and feel it and discover it and be curious about it through my own system, through my own heart, through my own feelings versus again, receiving it through an institution, right? So 
and that it's not for everyone, but that was really the only way I could find my way back to this something greater than me was through this like one-on-one relationship, right? And for the first couple of years, it was again, me mostly crying about my ex-boyfriend and being confused about my purpose and struggling with my body. And, you know, it was, if you read those I went back a while ago to read those entries and it's it was tough. It was really, really tough. But what started to happen in those letters was this part of me that was curious, but also wanted to request. It was almost like, I didn't realize it at the time, but almost bartering with love or with God or, okay, I want to connect with you. I want to be in a relationship with you. I want to believe in you. And I just had this deep down feeling. And whenever someone would say it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I want. This feeling that God, the divine, the universe, there was a spot, there was an energy where it was all love, like full love. And from that place of all love, compassion and patience and kindness and generosity and space and understanding. And it was like, this like full energy all around and above and below and all around me of just full love, right? And what I realized is that for me to be in relationship with something greater than me, I wanted to, and it was slow at the start because again, so much of what I grew up with and I believed and I've been told and my own fears felt like this presence, this greater presence than myself was punishing or was shaming or I had, or felt so conditional. It felt so conditional. I was like, you will be loved by this loving presence as long as you're A, B, C, D, E, and you are not A, B, C, D, E. So as I started writing these letters and I started to say, hey God, could you let me feel that you are all loving? Could you help me see that this is a place where I can be all of myself? Can you remind me what it feels like not to be in a place of judgment, but to be in a place of full compassion? So I started to almost request out of desperation, but I also think out of intuitive guidance of just what worked with my system and what didn't. Like there was this uh, this deep part of me that felt this relationship, wait, this relationship is meant to be all love. There's a lot of other relationships that are a lot of other things. There's a lot of relationships, including the relationship with our own human mind that gives us plenty of contrast, plenty of judgment or critique, or you can grow in this way, right? A full spectrum. And for my relationship with the divine, I deeply wanted and needed to grow into a place where I could be met with all love, where it was like the one place in the world, right? The one place in the universe where I could go to and I knew no matter what state I was in, I would feel love. And so that is the relationship. I'm so curious about yours because we all have these different this different dance with that, this different kind of soul assignment with that, this different curriculum with that. And for me, it continues to be about how to go to a presence of full love and ask for help and ask for clarity and be held and be inspired and be guided and be asked to be filled with courage. And so that's a little bit of the backstory. And now I feel like my relationship with the divine, that divine presence or love is my 
foundation. I feel like it's the foundational relationship in my life and that all other relationships, including the relationship with myself, right? Which is what we talked about last episode, that voice of inner love, that part of you at the table that can speak love and loving wisdom, right? And compassion, even when all the other parts are are popping up. But I feel like the foundation of when I can't find that within myself, when I can't see that in others or see that in the world, just for my system, I don't know if it's just my makeup, if it's my sensitivity, if it's my heart, like my soul path, right? I having a relationship where I can go to where it is I can be met with full love also reminds me of the love that's within me, the love that's possible. And so that's... I feel like it's my number one relationship. I also think as a side note, just logistically, it gives me peace of mind because it feels like it's the uh, relationship besides myself. It is the relationship I feel like that I came in with and it's the relationship I'm going out with. So no matter what changes in this world and what changes in my other human relationships, which are so incredibly important to me and again, those don't last forever per se, right? They don't, they can't. So there's this piece that's like, and yet I don't want to not then be in relationship because they are temporary, right? Because there are conditions. And so having this foundation of this relationship that I feel like this love will take me all the way through and kind of to the other side, it gives me this real deep comfort and inspiration and safety and security that feels like it's beyond, again, the conditional, all the conditional things about being human and being in human relationships. So, oh, I feel vulnerable, but it feels good. And this topic, it feels like is so, can be so big and so immense. And it it is so unique for each of us. I'll say that one zillion times because that's what I didn't know. You know, that's what I wasn't available. It was almost like a package deal the way I was presented God. It was like, you you can have God, but here's the rules, the regulations, the stipulations, the shoulds, the shouldn'ts. And for me, it just, it, it needed to be different, right? It was like, wait, no. God for me, like full love. When I write letters to God, it's like, hi, sweet God. It's like how I talk to my cat, right? And if there's any part in the relationship where I'm getting stuck or I feel like there's not love or there's not compassion or I've forgotten or I'm in a moment as we all have, right, of kind of being like, why God or why life, right? Like to then continue to ask for it to feel all loving, to remind it that it's all compassion, to be reminded that we get to be held in all of our humanity and in all of our divinity. So that's the love says practice relationship, us and divine love, us and a relationship with love that's greater than us and how to uh, connect with that, how to nurture that relationship, how to be curious about that relationship if it resonates for you. And if it doesn't, if you're like listening to this and you feel like how I felt when I was sitting in church, then that's a really good indicator too, right? That this, again, may not be for you or needs to be edited or you need to come out in a completely different direction or your your soul and your heart are guiding you, right, to your very own relationship with love, wherever it may be found and wherever it is. And if a part of you is feeling that call of wanting to feel held and guided and supported and like there is like that something to fall back on and something to be carried forward with, for me, that's the divine love and and that relationship. And so just a couple 
questions for you to to play with, to to feel into for yourself. And for questions, practices, you can pull out a notebook if you want to right now. You can pull up a note on your phone or you can just listen. I feel like I may have shared this, but whenever someone's like, pull out a notebook, I'm like, I don't want it. <laughs> and maybe it's because it's an audio when I'm listening to a podcast. I'm like, wait, I thought I was just listening to this. Now I have to participate. So you feel this is for you, right? And so you get to you get to engage with it and however you're feeling at this moment. So yeah, just a couple questions to feel into about this relationship with a love that is something greater uh, than just our our individual selves, right? And our individual love. And first of all, you can write down or ponder or just be open to a pop of what... I feel like the question is, what would you want this relationship to be if it could be anything? If between you and divine love or you and love or you and the universe, if this relationship could be anything that you would want it to be through the lens of it's all love, what would you want this relationship to be? And you can pause me and write and then unpause me if you want more time. And how would you want this relationship to feel? And I feel like language can open us up or it can completely shut us down. So you can feel into it. But is there language around this that would feel good to you? A relationship with this love, this presence of love, and maybe you call it that. And are you called to, does a name resonate? Does the universe resonate? Does the divine resonate? Does source resonate? Does light? It doesn't matter the word or the title. I feel like the energetic is so beyond any word or title. And yet sometimes for our human selves, having a word, it lets us feel like we're in more of a personal relationship. So when I write like, hi, sweet God, right? Or hi, universe, or hi, loving universe, or hi, angels, or hi, dad, right to my dad, who's one of my angels now. You know, so is there a title or multiple that feel like are in this realm of energy of full love? And the final question for today around this is, is there a practice that you are called to, a, a practice that you may already do that you're, maybe this is like that little wink that you get to, you're already doing it and you get to continue to, or you get to weave it in, or you get to enjoy it more. But is there a practice? For me, it was my letters, right? It was writing it was writing to God. It was writing to the universe. It was writing to love from exactly where I was. And then it was taking a beat, feeling into this energetic of love and putting pen to paper and imagining if love could write back what love would say. Eventually, it was a one-way pen pal relationship for a while and then it became a dialogue. But for me, it's those letters. For some people, they just go for walks with God or... They ask for guidance from the universe in the morning, or they put on music that connects them to love, or they talk out loud. But any practices, just at this moment when you're listening to this, because they can change, right? That you are called to practice of connecting with what love says from that greater place of love.
And sometimes I imagine, sometimes I'll do a meditation, I'll sit in this, we have this big cozy chair and I'll just imagine, okay, if this is like a, the hands of the divine or a chair that's like all love, right? And I'm just being held in it. And then at some moments, then I feel like I'm in that energy of full love. Like there's that mirror, there's that parallel, there's that place. I I imagine that the universe, right? This divine love is this all love, all encompassing, full love. And that it, again, and it connects with a part of me, right? So it connects with a part of me and it comes through me, right? Too. So sometimes I feel that. Other times I'm in my head, I'm in my fear. I'm very contracted and I feel so in just a hard human place. And I then need maybe more than ever to be just held in love, surrounded by love. When I can't feel that part in myself that is of the same love, I need to still know that it's there. So that's just this pondering. And my hope is that for the next few days, you just ponder like a love, that relationship with you and a presence of love, a presence of divine love, a presence of full love, right? And a curiosity. Again, what 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 does that feel like? What would you want that to feel like? What could that feel like? And this is just you and love. And we get to share and inspire each other and be like, yes, that feels good to me. No, that doesn't feel good to me. We get to kind of recalibrate based on that. But I just feel like one of the coolest things is that it gets to be a direct relationship between us and love. And that each of us, for everyone who wants this relationship or is open to this relationship, that it gets to be, the relationships each get to be as unique as we each are. So that is a little bit, right, about the practice of what love says, connecting with what love says from a place of divine love, from a place of full love. I would love to hear from you if you want to share. This is your relationship, your your personal relationships. You absolutely do not have to share. You and love can just like be having a great time. And if you feel called to share, you can send an email to the love says podcast at gmail.com. I get those personally, all of them. You can also write me at Elizabeth at elizabethjohnson.net. And soon we're going to be doing our first Q&A episode where you can submit questions or thoughts or I call it a Q&A but it's so much more than that it's like Q T E N A um questions thoughts experiences shares um so if you have any thoughts or experiences or questions or things that you'd love a little bit more time around or subjects you're more curious about around what we're talking about with love says then please email me and I will incorporate those. I'm grateful to be here with you. I'm grateful to connect. I I wish you love and I wish you for you as always to take anything from this episode that resonated with you that feels helpful and just like take it with you. Anything else you can leave. I often think of it as like walking down the beach and there's so many like beautiful stones or things and yet you're not meant to take them all, right? You're not meant to take all the stones and put them in your pockets. You'd never get off the beach. But sometimes there's like one thing, right? You're meant to take. And so if there's something from today you want to take and hold in your heart or play with or write letters or have asks or just ponder, then I send you love as you do that. And I will see you on the next episode. May we allow ourselves to be human. May we be open to it all. And may we just always come back to love. Love you and I'll talk with you soon.